Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, welcome to Life Point. I'm glad you're here with us today. And in the studio, I have friends of mine from a long time back. In fact, you've heard me talk about my recent trip to Thailand and Malaysia. Well, the missionaries that brought me back there are actually in the States now, and they're visiting. And in fact, they're leaving in the morning, but I decided to try to get them in on the air before it's too late, and that is Don and Carolyn Armstrong. So, Don and Carolyn, good to see you. Good to see you too, Tom. Yeah, on this side of the state, huh, Carolyn? Yeah. You like that? You got to see your sister and your family and all that? Yeah, it's good to have a chance to catch up a little bit with family. And your friend, your family's from the state of Washington? Mm-hmm, Washington State. Right on. And... uh Don, your family's here. In fact, your mother is in the studio with us right now, but she's over in the corner here and and listening to her son on the air. <laughs> but Don and I go way back, all the way back to eighth grade. But but you know, you guys have now been in Thailand for how many years? We've been there ten years. Ten years, and your responsibility is uh, it's called RC, which means regional coordinator. And where are you regional coordinator over? Uh, we are the regional coordinators for Asia and Pacific region for the Church of God, which is 23-some countries in Asia, all the way from like New Zealand over to Pakistan up to China and all the islands and land in between. Yeah, in fact, you even have a little island called Yap. We do. And I got to meet the missionary from Yap. Yes, and that, did. That's, how, how many people are on that island to Yap? I think there's probably... About six or seven thousand. Oh, oh, that many people. Yeah. Okay. But That's because it's the capital. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a, not a metropolitan area then. No. Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. Well, Don, not only that, you and Carolyn, you were in uh, Tanzania for sixteen years, and uh, then over in in Idaho actually for four, and then back to um, the mission field for ten. I mean, you've, you've been in the mission field a long time. I mean, almost half your life. For most of our married life, um, it, it's adding up. The years are going by, but we enjoy it. It's good. Well, you guys are, are pretty balanced because you do a lot of teaching, but you do a lot of training. And, and Carolyn, you were always uh, a great teacher. Uh, I remember years ago, and, and you taught our singles, and people love listening mm-hmm. to you speak. Do you Have you had a lot of opportunity over the course of time in uh, sharing in the, through the mission field? Yeah, we've done, we do lots of pastoral training and training of lay people. And recently we've gotten into um, being trainers for an entrepreneurial program where we're teaching pastors to to run small businesses in order to support themselves. And tell, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, that's a very interesting mm-hmm. concept I think is really great. And uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, the idea is that pastors in these countries that are lower income than than what well, the United States and Japan and the you know higher tier countries, it's difficult for the congregations that they pastor to actually support themselves to support their pastor. So we are going in with a tried and true program put together by another mission organization, uh, teaching our pastors how to, well, first of all, the biblical basis for actually being a businessman and being a pastor at the same time. Because in Asia, that's really important. A lot of yeah. them feel like, and it comes kind of out of the Hindu uh, influence, is that holy men don't work. Yeah. You rely upon people to give you whatever. And so we teach them uh, the biblical basis for being a businessman, and then we teach them 
it's like a small business course all the way up to writing a, a business plan. And then if, if the plan is sound and it looks like it's, it can, it could work, we provide a small micro loan of up to $300 to help them get started. And a small micro loan in a, in a country uh, like one of these third world countries goes a long way. Not like the United States, $300. No, no. Now, $300 here might get you a parking place or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 especially if you go to a football game. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. I remember my wife and I, the church sent us on our 10th anniversary 21 years ago to a 49er game. And, it, and back then it cost 20 bucks to park. Just yeah. uh, back then it was just kind of crazy. So we've, we've done about five or six of these seminars so far. They're week-long seminars. Mm-hmm. And we've been keeping track of the loans that we make and then the progress that they they do and it is now coming up almost three years since we did our first loans and it's fun to see some of these people do really well they don't all do well it's a business there's there's no guarantees can you tell me of one uh one of the success stories off the top of your head one of the one of the success stories we like the most is a um, a pastor in india who takes uh, video cameras, he takes some of his youth and gives them a video camera. He makes arrangements with a family, mostly a Hindu family that's having a wedding. And then they will videotape the wedding, the entire thing. And Hindu weddings are a big production. And so having a DVD of the wedding is something that they all want to do. So he videotapes it, and then he has some other youth in his group, in his church, that will edit it down to a nice-sized DVD, and then he sells it back to the, the family. And it's worked pretty well for and him. And it's worked very well for him. In fact, he came to the course because he already had one camera, and he needed additional money to buy two more cameras. Oh, wow. And uh, Because sometimes you'll have two, three, four weddings in a day. Well, Don, I think back uh, years ago, and I, of course, I've known you for years since we were both about 13 or 14, but, but to watch your progress, and especially when you went to Tanzania a number of years ago and you know worked very much in the bush. I mean, I, I never forget the stories of uh, having hyenas. You had to put a fence around your yard to keep the hyenas from eating your dogs and <laughs> Carolyn walking in the backyard and running into a king cobra. And Yeah, that had to be pretty bizarre being in such a remote area but boy the progress that took place and and what happened there was pretty amazing and uh and just to see uh the development of what took place and then and then you after 16 years uh decided to take a little break maybe to check on the family and such <laughs> i don't know for some reason god was calling us back off the field and you called us said you wanted to Talk to us about a position here at the church in Cloverdale. And uh, it just that and both of us, Carol and I, were both feeling God saying it was our, our time was finished there in Tanzania. And, and your call all together just said, kind of affirmed that. And uh, so we moved to Boise, um, 2005. And I knew that, uh, that you guys were destined to go back on the mission field. That was no secret. And, uh, mm. and of course, you helped us uh, a I whole bunch. You told me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys helped us a whole bunch during that time. And, and then to get called to go to Thailand. I mean, going from uh, uh, all of a sudden from Africa to Thailand. So what was a big difference in that change? You know, I mean, I, I know this is kind of random. 
I think for me, um, in Africa, it, it was just so easy to read the Africans. You always knew um, within seconds how, what kind of day they were having. You could just read them. And in Asia, where everyone's so busy pretending that everything is fine, especially in the Buddhist cultures that we go in and out of, um, you, just, you just can't read the people. You don't know what's really going on. And that's hard. Yeah, because they have what you call the Buddhist, the karma, mm-hmm. and they have they want to they want to put on you. And we, you and I, we actually discussed this this week that the exterior they want everything to look very well, where they could be crazy inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you know to show that that things are chaotic inside would mean that you're not a good Buddhist. So everybody just pretends that everything's fine. And then, of course, I was there on, on several occasions and. And they have monks all over wearing orange. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason they wear orange? I just that's just a curiosity. I never thought about it, but uh, saffron is a holy color for for Buddhists oh, and, okay. and for Hindu. So oh. yeah, but but and in other countries, it's a dark red color. It, I don't it, know. it varies slightly from country to country, but it's all in the in the red orange family. And yeah. monks, do they they don't have jobs or what? What's the situation there? Because I heard that you're not supposed to go up and just hug a monk. <laughs> oh, that would be very bad. <laughs> is that bad? Why is that bad? <laughs> if you're female. Oh, yeah. If you're a female, you're not supposed to be within three feet of them ever. Oh my land. Yeah. But they they are supposed to lean on the community to take care of them as holy people in the community. Like what Carolyn talked about earlier. So, no, they, they don't have jobs. But monks don't do it for a lifetime. They can do it but some for Some do. Week. Yeah, some do. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they can do it for a month. They can do it for a year and say they're a monk. Oh, they're not. Oh, I, boy, I always thought you were saying it for the long haul. No, no. you sign up for a certain length of time, and that brings merit to your family. Okay, because everything's based on merit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what your karma is yeah, that's what builds your karma is is making merit. They call it making merit. merit with Buddha. And and so some and it's, it's mostly males. They will do it for a, a period of time to bring good karma to the family. And then there's some that do it for a lifetime. So you guys have Buddhists there, and and I know there are some Hindus, Hindus and some Muslim. And uh, you know, but mostly in Thailand, it's uh, it's Buddhist. It's Buddhist, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the people are always so gracious and surely kind, like you said oh, on the are. outside. Oh, they are. I mean, it's yeah. uh, but mm-hmm. with the they heart. call it the land of smiles. So, how easy is it, and uh, is it to minister to a Buddhist? Oh, you know, in Thailand, the national religion is Buddhism. The king of Thailand is like the the Pope. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he's the the head guy. And so to not be Buddhist is to be unpatriotic. And speaking of patriotic, we were in Bangkok with you a month ago, and uh, I, I think a couple times a day, all of a sudden everything stops and everybody starts pledging the flag or something. Tell me about that. Well, they play the national anthem, and you're supposed to stand at attention. No matter what, just no randomly, what. a couple times. Yeah. A, I mean, not randomly, but a couple it's designated usually, times a it's day. It's at eight o'clock in the morning and six in the evening, yeah. and you stop what you're doing, and it plays over loudspeakers, and you just stand respectfully, quietly. And until tell it's us over. about and tell us about the movie theater. Oh yeah, before any movie, uh, you stand, and they play the national anthem, and they have a, a video presentation of the king and what he's been doing recently, and then you sit down, and the movie starts. See, you talk about patriotic. We want to be patriotic. We're man, we're nothing like what they are over there, and we fight about whether we should stand. I mean, you know, it's yeah. crazy stuff. Well, guys, hey, I'm going to continue this tomorrow. I want to talk about the mission field. So, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Folks, have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you.